Solomon Tekka, a 19-year-old Ethiopian Israeli, was shot and killed by a police officer last summer. In March, his family and supporters showed up at the officer's trial. The officer said the shooting was an accident after he fired at the ground. He faces a maximum of three years in prison. Tekka's death wasn't the first to rally the Ethiopian-Israeli community. Over the past five years, six young Ethiopian men have been killed by cops, according to a local advocacy group, leading to huge protests across the country. None of the officers were prosecuted until now. This might sound a lot like the Black Lives Matter movement in America, but for Ethiopian Israelis, their struggle for acceptance is complicated by both race and religion. They're facing injustice in the world's only Jewish state, even though they're also Jewish. Young Ethiopian Israelis like the rapper Teddy Naguse have been at the forefront demanding change. He's best known for the song Handcuffed, which became something of an anthem for the protest movement. What are some of the lyrics that you think or speak the strongest to people that resonate with them the most? The music video was based on a real-life act of police brutality. In 2015, two police officers were involved in the beating of an Ethiopian Israeli soldier. Neither officer was charged. The visuals are pretty strong. Yeah, I knew that I need like to bring it to the even to the Israeli audience, for them to understand what I'm speaking about. It's me making myself, as all the issues of racism and police brutality, yeah. like, reflected on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethiopian Jews started coming to Israel in large numbers in the mid-1980s, as part of a government push to help Jews from around the world resettle in Israel. More than 20,000 of them were airlifted out of persecution and political instability into a promise of citizenship and belonging. Teddy's family was among them. So basically, what my mom doing now, she's making buna. Buna. Yeah, it's coffee. It's like a tradition when all the family sit around the table. I can, I can help her? Yeah, you can help her. You need like, to need move to them. You need to move them like she's doing. The whole time? We need it crispy, but not burnt. This is this is the coffee the entire family is gonna be drinking. Yeah. So if I mess it up, no, it's gonna be a problem. You mess, yeah, yeah. You have problem with a lot of people. So uh huh. Once in Israel, Ethiopian Jews found that they weren't always welcome, since they lived in isolation for thousands of years. Some of their traditions differed from modern Judaism. As an Ethiopian Jew in Israel, 
do you feel equal to white Jews? This is actually my grandfather's synagogue. Oh, this is it? Yeah, yeah. this is it. Yeah. The synagogue of your late grandfather. Yeah. It's a very special place. Yeah, it's a very special place. You're a Jew, I mean, you don't, it's not connected to your race or something or how you look like. You're just a Jew. And there's people who come here and they're non-Ethiopians mm. and pray mm. with the Ethiopians. And, mm -hmm. and my grandfather was very believing that, that, you know, you should let everybody come. You should let everybody come and pray. Late last year, Israel's top religious authority, the Chief Rabbinic Council, formally recognized the community's Jewishness. Wow. Rabbi Shlomo Omar was a member of the council until 2013 and advocated for the change. Ethiopian Jews moved here over 40 years ago. Why did it take so long for them to be fully recognized? In Tiod, Betodot Barur, have you experienced any racism within the council that would make Ethiopian Israelis feel this way. The Israeli government says it's doing what it can. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has publicly condemned racism towards Ethiopian Israelis. Protests over police brutality prompted the government to launch a series of reforms, including opening a hotline for public complaints and creating a task force to root out institutional racism across its ministries and law enforcement. Aweke Zina is in charge of the unit. When you speak about these reforms that you've implemented, have you had any pushback from yeah. the government have you had any pushback from the general public? It's very complicated, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's a very sensitive issue. Yeah. You know, no one wants uh, to create or to be, um, to charge racism. Which reforms have been the most difficult to implement? In my view, the policy reforms, it's most difficult. Uh, Why is that? Um, because, first, they are big 
organization. And second, I think they um, still believe they are doing good. And they are not see the problem, how they are policing, how they are treat people, how they are enforced the law. And unfortunately, we didn't uh, yet um, to um, uh, cooperate and to convince them uh, to take uh, the step to change. We reached out to the Israeli police, but they declined to speak with us. Young Ethiopian Israeli men, like Teddy's friends, doubt government reforms can change what really matters, how they're seen by the broader Israeli society. Most of the Israelis are not racist, but there is silence. There are silence, and, and being silent when you see racism is, you know, part of the problem. Being a, being a part of. Yeah. So if we will fight, if we will, um, uh, you know, be activists for that, maybe the rest of the Israelis will, you know, be with us and, and, and make a statement against racism. Mm -hmm. How do you all identify? Like Ethiopian, Israeli, Jewish? For me, I'm both of them. What first? Ethiopian. What first? Ethiopian. Ethiopian. Yeah. Then Israeli. Yeah. And what about you, bro? I'm Ethiopian, then Jew, then Israeli. Because uh, I feel like they don't want to see me. Mm. Sorry, man. <laughs> Teddy sees reason for optimism in his fan base. They're young and diverse. I think that our generation is on the halfway of bringing the solution. I mean, just like for me to grow up with people who are not Ethiopian and for them to feel about me like I'm their friend and I'm like I'm their brothers. Like, so I think this is what like uh, can fix racism. When you know the person, you, you will not afraid him, you will not shoot him. You will not do anything to harm him, because you know uh, he's just he's just like you. <laughs>